Hello, this is Sam with another installment of Off the Shelf. This episode, I'm reviewing Demon Days, X-Men number one, with art and story by Peach Momoko. Sometimes the first time you pick up something new and it doesn't quite meet your expectations, it's tempting to toss it aside and not give it much thought. I do this a lot with music. I picked up Paul Simon's Rhythm of the Saints my last year in high school, for example. I don't recall now what I expected it to be, but I did know that I wasn't into what was then just starting to be called world music, and that's exactly what this was. I felt like I wasted my money and threw the CD into a box. Years later, I found that CD again, and when I popped it in the CD player and hit play, I was astounded. It quickly became one of my favorite albums, and even my oldest son's favorite album when he was young. Reading Demon Days for the first time was much like that. Demon Days is the first full comic by breakthrough artist Peach Momoko, part of Marvel's 2020 class of rising international artists they're calling the Stormbreakers. Momoko has earned a stellar reputation as a cover artist for Marvel, Heavy Metal, and Image Comics, along with many other projects. For this limited series, Marvel gave her free reign to tell whatever story she wanted, however she wanted to tell it. Demon Days draws from a significantly different well than other Marvel and X-Men stories. She takes inspiration from traditional Japanese folklore and myth and recasts her X-Men characters to fit that world. And perhaps this is why I was a bit disappointed initially. I expected a what-if type story, as in what if the X-Men existed in feudal Japan? Demon Days is, however, less a retelling of a story with familiar characters, but telling a completely different story altogether. The issue follows the story of a small village, which is plagued by two demons, one a rather harmless oni, called Hokmaru, who raids their crops, and the other a vicious demon who takes over the temple from time to time called Orichi, also called Venom. The young huntress Suki, who is hunting Hokmaru, comes across the wandering samurai Sai and her wolf Logan in her travels. She brings Sai to the village where she hears of how they have been plagued by these demons and how their local sorcerer Juju has been ineffective in removing them completely. Sai, Juju, and Suki develop a plan to defeat Venom. However, this requires them winning over the reluctant Hulkmaru to their cause. The characters, if you haven't noticed already, have their Marvel analogs firmly in mind in most cases. However, this is not an X-Men story. It feels much more like a folktale or myth, only borrowing these characters to fit in the story rather than writing the story around the characters. Its tone and feel is much more along fantasy lines and could easily slide in between Studio Ghibli films such as Ponyo and Spirited Away. Momoko even includes her own version of the Xavier Files, which she calls the Yokai Files, to help the reader explore the traditional religious and cultural mythology the stories are based on. The artwork is dramatic and showcases Momoko's very unique style among mainstream comic artists. Lines and inks are rather sparse, while muted and subdued color washes over every panel. The brushstrokes themselves form the lines and features of the characters, leading to a design that on one hand seems minimalist, but on the other hand seems rich and diverse. Her use of watercolor rather than digital coloring is lush and beautiful. My only gripe is that at times her art makes the action hard to follow. 
The chaoticness with which she draws venom seems a bit too chaotic at times, making it hard to see what's going on. But considering that th this is Peach's first ever work doing interior art, and not to mention writing, it's a great start. Demon Days didn't meet my expectations. Rather, it changed them. Instead of delivering a sprawling, microscopically detailed story like what we've been accustomed to since House of X and Powers of Ten, Momoko pairs the story down to its most important elements and crafts them accordingly. Expectations are great, but they can actually hinder us. When we require that things meet our expectations or else they aren't good, we limit ourselves. Letting go of what we expect and instead receiving what we are given opens up new possibilities and experiences to us. Bruce Lee famously said, I'm not in this world to meet your expectations, and you're not in this world to live up to mine. Wise words for us caught in a world that is so hungry to get what it wants that it doesn't even know what it needs. Thanks for listening. You can find us again on Church of the Geek on Twitter, at Geek Church. I am at Rev S. Blair. And stay tuned for more Church of the Geek and Off the Shelf. And as always, geek be with you.